Hello and welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. As always, like, subscribe, download, do the things that you do with podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you tune in to the Charlie James Show weekdays 3 to 7 on News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. In the Bible... A scapegoat is a reading from Wikipedia here, by the way. In the Bible, a scapegoat is one of a pair of kid goats that is released into the wilderness, taking with it all the sins and impurities. So the concept first appears in the book of Leviticus, in which a goat is designated to be cast into the desert to carry away the sins of the community. So the goat, the scapegoat, All of the sins of the community are put on this goat, and it's cast out into the wilderness. And that's where the term comes from. So right now, we are actually seeing in the Republican Party with the RNC, there are two scapegoats. Two scapegoats. So I want you to go back. I want to go back to the debate the other night. And this is Vivek Ramaswamy absolutely lambasting Ronna Romney McDaniel and the RNC. This is classic. It really is. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats and we've got Kristen Welker here. You think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Christian, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross, this is how we get our country back. Because this media rigged the 2016 election, they rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to Governor Governor Christie. Why you? And you know what? He is absolutely right. Everything that he said there was absolutely spot on. But is Ronna McDaniel accepting responsibility for this? Is she accepting the responsibility of loss in 2018, 2020? Uh, 2022. Uh, no, no, she's not. Now in 2023, we just had one of the worst nights, worst election nights in a long, long time. And it just seems to be getting worse. So instead of actually taking responsibility for what is happening, happening, um, they are blame. They're blaming two other things. There are two other things here that they're blaming. Now, let's go back to the last election in 2020. And talk about briefly Mitch McConnell. 
Mitch McConnell, we had some some candidates that were running for Senate in 2020 that Mitch McConnell absolutely refused to fund, did not fund them. And we're talking about Masters out in Arizona, Herschel Walker, a couple of others. But Murkowski in Alaska, uh, she was fully funded. The ones that were not fully funded lost their races. And what did Mitch McConnell do? Well, he blamed it on the quality of the candidates. So was that really the case? In fact, we have seen when Republicans are outspending the Democrats, Republicans win. That's hap- that happened in this last election. The Republicans got outspent by the Democrats. And who really holds the purse strings on this? Well, the RNC holds the purse strings. And back in 2020, Mitch McConnell held the Senate pack purse strings and we saw what happened there. But they refused to take responsibility. That's right. They don't want to be blamed for this. Again, it's the quality of the candidates that they kept moaning and bitching about. But there's more now. Now we've got more and more scapegoats. I want you to listen to Ronna McDaniel, um, who is being interviewed by, by my buddy uh, Larry O'Connor from WMAL in Washington. Oh, this is good. You don't let people lie about you and let, let it not let it go unanswered. Let it go unanswered. If, if you if somebody's spending thirty million dollars against you and they're lying about you and say you won't give life saving care for miscarriages or an ectopic pregnancy, you better get on TV and tell them that that's a, the voters that that's a lie or they think that's the truth. And our candidates have got to do this. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. You can go and say, this is where I stand. The Democrats are lying. And now let's talk about crime, schools, border, fentanyl, and national security. I just want to clarify one quick thing, though. The RNC had no involvement in these elections of Virginia per Governor Youngkin's request? We not Well, we were told in the summer they didn't need us, that they had all the money and they were good. So that, is, that was the conversation. Thanks for your time. This woman blames everyone but herself, everyone and everything but herself. She is seriously the only person that should take full responsibility for these abysmal losses by the Republicans. And boy, I tell you what, why this woman is the head of the RNC is beyond me. It is absolutely infuriating that, one, we're losing these battles, and two, they're now blaming everyone but themselves. So now the RNC, they've got two new scapegoats that they're going to use, the number one being abortion. Now, back when we had Roe v. Wade, there were a lot of people who uh, could hide behind Roe v. Wade. They could sit back and claim to be pro-life all they wanted to. Oh, I am so pro-life. But were they really? Were they truly pro-life? I don't think so. You see... As long as we had Roe v. Wade, a lot of so-called Republicans could use that as a shield. It was their protector. So they could come along and they could say, I am pro-life. I vote pro-life, when really in their hearts they weren't. But they knew, or they thought, that Roe v. Wade would never be overturned. 
So they could use excuses like, I'm as pro-life as it gets, but as long as we have Roe v. Wade, there's just nothing we're going to be able to do about it. Well, now Roe v. Wade is gone and these people are now left exposed. So now we're actually finding out how they really, truly feel about the abortion issue. And they're doing more than that. They're actually using abortion as a scapegoat. That's right. The abortion issue is the reason we lost so disastrously in Virginia. It's the abortion issue that really drove the voting in Ohio. It's the abortion issue that really uh, uh, caused losses in Kentucky. It's the abortion issue, you see. That's what they say. That's what they want it to be about. Because that's the scapegoat. And now they're using that to try to go even, even more to the center or even left of center on the abortion issue. And we're now hearing things like, oh, as long as the Republicans have this 15 week ban, there's just we're just going to lose elections left and right. Oh, we're going to lose elections left and right when actually that's not the truth. You see, the, the, the Democrats are actually using the abortion issue to drive voter turnout. That's what Ohio was all about. And we're talking about Ohio, an abortion law that would allow abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. All nine months from, from basically conception to birth, you could get rid of that child just because you wanted to. No medical necessity, no, uh, no reason whatsoever. The child could be in the birth canal, ready to be born, and the woman could decide, nope, don't want to do it. Did you know that there are no OBGYNs, no OBGYNs, who say that abortion is necessary in the third trimester? Not one of them. Not one of them. Health of the mother, that's not even really a factor. In the third trimester, in the third trimester, you could actually induce labor and the child could be born premature, certainly. But it would not endanger the life of the mother. No OBGYN worth his salt would actually stand up and say it is a medical necessity in the third trimester. But don't let that fool you. The Democrats want it. They want it from conception, like I said, all the way up until the baby's head is breaching. That is the ultimate goal for the Democrats. And the Republicans, I think a lot of Republicans out there actually agree with them. You see, they don't want to lose this fight, so they don't want to fight. They feel like abortion is a losing issue. So now they want to get real squishy on the subject and move further and further. Oh, 15 weeks, that's, you know, that might be too blah, 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 blah. It's absolutely hideous. The way these things, uh, the way these people really are. We have found out over the past couple of weeks and months, and some of us have known it for a long time, that a lot of so-called Republicans are actually Democrats in disguise. Ironically, there are no Democrats who are actually Republicans in disguise. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? So abortion is the first scapegoat. And what is the second scapegoat? Well, you know exactly who that is, Donald Trump. 
as long as we have Donald Trump, oh, as long as Donald Trump is even a factor, then we're just not going to win elections. You see, they always want to point it on everybody but themselves. And that's exactly what Ronna McDaniel has done, in, especially in, in the clip that I just played for you. Now, notice, this is a man who is literally being railroaded in all of these charges. New York, Florida, Georgia, you got Alvin Bragg in Manhattan, all of these people who are coming up with these made-up BS charges against Trump for one reason and one reason only, to keep him off the ballot in 2024. That is the main goal. This is a guy who uh, looks like he's getting 60%, 60% of support of Republicans in all of the primary polls. 60%. Folks, that is unheard of. 100%. Donald Trump, in a lot of these primary polls, is beating every other Republican nominee combined. So, why isn't the Democrat Party, uh, I'm sorry, why, why isn't the Republican Party coalescing behind Donald Trump? Why aren't they protecting Donald Trump? The answer to that question is they don't want to. In fact, they're the ones that are more than happy to go along with the whole Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. They're the ones that are more than happy to go along with, with, with every talking point that the Democrat always puts out about Donald Trump. They're more than happy to go along with it. In fact, I remember Tim Scott. That was one of the classic Tim Scott moments when he was asked about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. What was his comment? Well, let's just see how this plays out. Really? The FBI raids your home? And you just want to see how it plays out? Really? That's a hell of a defense there, Tim Scott. A hell of a defense against a weaponized Department of Justice. And remember, if they will weaponize the Department of Justice against Donald Trump, they will weaponize it against you. We've already seen that. There's a journalist out there who has uh, written several stories about Hamas training camps. That's right, Hamas training camps right across our southern border in Mexico. And guess what happened to her? The FBI knocked on her door. They want to have a chat with her. Oh, don't worry. You don't need any uh, a, a, a lawyer present. No, it's just a chat. We just want to talk. What they really want her to do is expose her sources. Catherine Herridge over at CBS, same thing. They're threatening her with jail if she doesn't reveal her sources. And this is the same group of people that 70 Republicans... 70 Republicans voted to give a $300 million brand new sparkling building to the weaponized FBI. Oh, my gosh. I, I, you know, it is it's one of those things where you have to really sit back and you have to think, who who can I really trust? Who can I can I trust Ronna McDaniel? Eh, pretty obvious. That's not the case. You certainly can't trust the FBI, the CIA, any of our government agencies. You cannot trust these people. They have been weaponized by the Biden administration against the American people. And where is the outrage in Washington? It's not there. The reason that Republicans are losing voters, the reason that Republicans are losing elections, is that they do not have the ability 
to get people to the polls. When was the last time you saw a Republican voter drive? Think about that for a minute. When's the last time? Democrats are very heavily into registering people to vote. They are experts at it. The Republicans, it's non-existent. They should be at every event all the time. Every single event that you can think of, there should be a booth with a voter registration uh, representative there signing up people to vote. But it doesn't happen, does it? They would rather sit back, be the minority, that way they can still keep their jobs, still keep their power, but they really don't have to do anything. Is it time for a change? I think it's past time for a change. But they would rather cast the sins of the party on abortion and Donald Trump, the two scapegoats. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.